Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here. Uh, today on the showdown slate between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics on Friday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports. Daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, before I get into analysis, I do want to thank you guys again, seriously, for all support. Can't thank you guys enough. Uh, did hit the 5K milestone, currently at 5.03 thousand subscribers now on YouTube. So, uh, the easiest way to support me with all the content being free is just hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Also, if you guys cannot watch YouTube videos, I uh, do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below to the DKDFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and their prices for the showdown slate, let's look back at my lineup here from Thursday's showdown. So this is my final lineup here. Um... If you guys don't follow me on Twitter, it's very, very important to do so because once we got that Dwight Howard starting news, I told you, I literally told you, I was like, Dwight Howard's the best value player of the day. And I played him in the captain spot. Um, I thought he was <clears throat> just too, just uh, way too cheap for him starting. And, and yeah, he's absolutely crushing it. Already got a double double, 12 and 11. Um, so um, very, very important to follow me on Twitter. So we get news like that, it definitely changes the slate. And then I told you guys. Uh, I told you the direction I was going, right? I was going a value guy in the captain. Uh, it was originally Gary Harris, but I switched to Dwight Howard with that news. Uh, and then I wanted the three studs. I want AD, Jokic, and Murray. Crusoe for value and Gary Harris for value. Uh, hoping he he gets me, you know, 15, 20 fantasy points. I'll take it. So that's that's my lineup, and that's a look back here uh, for Thursday slate. So let's talk about this showdown slate for Friday, right? Heat Celtics, a 213 over under. Boston three-point favorites in a uh, it's do-or-die time now for Boston. Must-win situation here. <clears throat> so we'll talk about prices, and I'm just going to go top to bottom here. So we'll start at the top and Jason Tatum at, at 10-6. I think he's a very, very safe option. I think him, I think Bam at a bio, I think Tyler Hero are going to be the chalk. And I'm fine eating the chalk on all three of those guys, to be honest. I, I think they're the three top plays right now. Um, you know, with Tatum... He is their go-to guy. He had zero points in the first half and still finished with 52 fancy points. So I just like that Tatum's a do-it-all guy. Right, The rebounds, he's getting assists, block steals. Sure, you're going to have to pay a premium for him, but I feel I just feel the safest for out of any of the Boston guys, right? Like Smart, I don't really want to play Marcus Smart. Hayward coming off the bench, yeah, he's fine. Brown's priced up. Kemba's been struggling. So like it's, it's Tatum I feel most comfortable with. And... He's going to be the most popular. But like I said, I'm okay eating the chalk with Jason Tatum here, um, even at this price point. Bam and Abayo versus Jimmy. Um, for this whole series, I preferred Bam and Abayo. And I still do prefer Bam and Abayo. Now, Bam and Abayo is going to be a lot more popular than Jimmy Butler. So if you want to get different, sure, you can go Jimmy. But right now, Bam's just outplaying Jimmy. He's just got more uh, of a higher floor. Uh, the minutes have been there, too, for Bam, about 40 a game. So... Uh, and also, Kelly Olenek did not play last game. I think that definitely helps Bam. So, really, really like him uh, at 9-8. Again, I know him, Tatum, Hero are all going to be popular. But I'm fine eating the chalk on all three of those guys. So, yeah, really do like them. Uh, Tatum, Bam, we'll talk about Hero here in a bit. Jimmy at 9-4, I think it's just a, a little bit more of a contrarian play, right? Because Bam's just been better so far this series. Uh, he's had a higher four. Now, that doesn't mean Jimmy can't outscore Bam. And if I have a feeling that the ownership's going to be, like, so heavy uh, on Bam, then I might look to Jimmy to get different, right? Because 
Jimmy can outscore Bam. He's done it multiple times. Just right now, Bam has a higher floor. So Jimmy makes for an interesting contrarian play here because the ownership is going to be really high on Tatum, in my opinion, and really high on Bam at a bio. Now, Jalen Brown at 9-2, he's a solid play. Um, I feel more comfortable getting into Tatum at 10-6 than I do Jalen Brown. And we're not really getting like a, a major discount either. 9-2, Hayward back, takes a slight hit to his usage. Again, I think he's fine. He took over two games ago. We went for almost 50 fancy points. He is more up and down, right? Like, I feel more comfortable with Tatum. I think his floor is higher than Brown. Brown is a little bit of a lower floor, um, right? Probably a floor of, like, 30-ish, right? We've seen that multiple times so far this year, besides that one big game. So, kind of like Jimmy Butler. He's playable, but in my opinion, more of a contrarian play for his price. Kemba Walker, another contrarian play. He's really been struggling. The minutes went down on him, only 34. Um, he just does not look like himself, uh, and and I'm just not going to get him at 8-8. Eight, eight, uh, he's going to be super low-owned. If you want to take the ownership play, like like Brown, right, like, like Butler, those guys are going to be low-owned. That's fine, uh, but... I'm not prioritizing Kemba Walker either. Sure, the upside is is 50 probably on him, but he's just not. He's kind of deferring offensively. Like they're going to Tatum first, they're going to Jalen Brown first. He's kind of like the number three in the offense. And we're not getting him at a huge. Di- it feels like in the seven K range that I don't consider him, but like eight eight, I think I'm just going to pass on Kemba too. Now, Drogic, I feel a lot more comfortable with Drogic than Kemba Walker. Uh, he's been much more consistent. The floor's been higher. Um, besides that one 17 fans point game has been pretty, pretty solid, right? So right now for me, I feel a little bit more comfortable with Drogic. Now I think Drogic will be higher owned than Kemba. Again, you want to put, take ownership in consideration and go Kemba. That's fine. But I think I do prefer Drogic, uh, to Kemba Walker. Um, you know, what we're getting out of Drogic is, or what I like about Drogic too, is a do it all guy, right? He can get your rebounds, assists, score the ball. Um, my slight concern with Drogic is, uh, Tyler Hero is really, really coming on, right? So that that definitely takes a hit to Drogic usage. Um, but I think he's, he's still a pretty solid play in the energy. Now, Tyler Hero at 7-8. If you guys have been watching my content basically all year, from, from summer league contests and preseason, I was all over Tyler Hero. Um, and I liked him a good amount in the regular season. Uh, and then the postseason, I've literally, I think I've played him the last 10 slates. N- not even kidding. I, I think I've played him the last 10 slates. I played him a captain last night. Or last, Yeah, last night. Obviously, that went really well. Um, yeah, huge, huge Tyler Hero guy. He's going to be popular, though. He is. After the big game, he's going to be he's gonna be chalky, even at this price point. Now, it is hard to fade him right now. It really is. Like He is being super, super aggressive offensively. I don't think we'll get 51 fancy points again, but... I think we get mid-30s minutes, and he's a do-it-all guy. Um, I think I still think he's a pretty solid play. Now, like I said, it's going to be Tatum, Bam, and Hero, in my opinion, the most popular plays of the slate. And I'm fine playing all three. Like, I'm fine eating the chalk of those guys and getting different elsewhere if I want to try to, you know, differentiate myself from the field in, in the larger field GPPs. Yeah, Marcus Smart at 7-2. I'm just, I'm just not playing him. Simple as that. It's not playing Marcus Smart. Uh, why would I play Marcus Smart when I get to Tyler Hero at a similar price? My opinion doesn't make sense. He had 11 assists last game. That's an outlier. Um, Gordon Hayward being back hurts him. Like He'll probably get 25 to 30 fancy points, but I don't know if that's enough at this price 
uh, for me. So I'm going to pass on Marcus Smart. Gordon Hayward's much more playable here at 6'4". Coming off the bench, we're going to get probably around 30-ish minutes. Um, another, you know, solid do-it-all guy, right? Uh, he's not really great in one aspect, but he can get rebounds, assists, he can score the ball. Uh, the price is a lot better on him um, than, like, I feel better about Gordon Hayward than I do Marcus Smart. I think they have very similar fantasy point outcomes, and, and Gordon Hayward's about $1,000 cheaper. So right now, I do prefer Hayward. I think he's a pretty decent play there in the mid-range. Jay Crowder at 5'6", I also like. Uh, he shot the ball terribly. One of nine last game, I'm not concerned. Minutes went a little bit down. Uh, I think they could go back up to like 35 if he, if he shoots well. So two of 10, one of nine shooting the last couple games. Don't think he continues to shoot that bad. And if he has a decent shooting day, like he did four games ago, the upside is like mid-30s to 40 fantasy points. So, um, yeah, I think he's a pretty decent play here at 5'6". Definitely someone I'm considering in the mid-range. Tyson 5K, I'm just I'm just not doing it. Uh, another guy I'm going to pass. Uh, the price is playable. Like, he's playable at this price, but I would rather play Jay Crowder. I don't think Jay Crowder continues to shoot that bad. Tyson doesn't have the upside right now. He'll probably get 15 to 20 fantasy points. Again, on this slate, I don't know if that's enough. And... The Boston's really been struggling when he's been on the court. So I think there's a chance they could go smaller, or maybe give Robert Williams some more minutes who played well. If he even does play, do they go back to Cantor? Right? It's hard to trust what Steven's going to do with the center rotation, but I'm just I'm not going to get to Tice either. Now, Duncan Robinson of 4-8 looks a lot better here. Like I like him a good amount. Another guy struggled shooting last game, 0 of 5. Well, that's, that's what he's out there to do, shoot the ball. So his floor is low, but if he's shooting well, They'll give him 30 minutes, and he has upside to go for 30-plus, right? He did it three games ago. He shot 6 of 12. So I have interest in Duncan Robinson. Like, he has more upside than Daniel Tice. I guess, you know, Daniel Tice probably has a slightly higher floor since he does more than Robinson, like, other than score the ball. But I like the upside more on Duncan. If you're shooting, if you're shooting for that upside, I think Duncan Robinson's a pretty decent play. But, again, know the risk, right? The floor is pretty low on him. If he's not hitting his threes... Probably a floor of about five to ten fancy points. Yeah, there's just there's absolutely no way I'm playing 4K Grant Williams. I don't know why he's priced up this far. Um, he didn't even play last game. Or he played one minute. Was that last game? Yeah, he played one minute last game. Unless we get some sort of news that he's going to be like a part of the rotation and like a decent part of the there's just there's just no way I'm getting to Grant Williams. Kelly Olenek, also a fade for me. Didn't play last game. They want small ball. They played Iguodala at times at the five. They brought in Solomon Hill to the rotation. So I'm I'm not paying 3-6 for Kelly Linek if there's a probably better than 50% chance that he doesn't play. Um, now, sure, could they play in this game? Yeah, they could switch it up and go back to Linek and give him 10 to 15 minutes. If that's the case, he has a decent shot to get value, but I'm pumping the brakes. I'm going to fade Kelly Linek. I think there's a, there's a better than 50% chance he doesn't play again. Now, Iguodala's guy been off. In the preseason. But at this price point, he's in play. He played 27 minutes. They played him at the five. When Bam and Abayo was not out there, Andre Iguodala was guarding, uh, was playing the was uh, you know playing the five. So if he's gonna play mid-20s minutes, that makes him a lot more playable. He's not gonna do a whole lot offensively, but he is a guy that can get some blocks, some steals. And if, if the minutes will be there, he can fall into some rebounds, maybe hit a three, right? So I have interest, actually, in Iguodala 3-2. Most of these playoffs, I've been avoiding him. But on this showdown slate, I think he's in play. I don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to play him, but I think he's playable here. Wanamaker at 2-8. Uh, 
Minutes have been down on him since since Hayward came back. Nine and 13 minutes. I don't know if that's enough uh, for me to consider him on the slate. So probably not going to do it. Now, Robert Williams is a guy I think is going to be super popular. Can we trust that he gets at least 10 minutes again? I don't think we can trust it. But if he does, there's a pretty good chance he does get value. He's a really good point-per-minute guy. It's a tricky one, right? Uh, he's only played twice so far in the series. They've gone with Cantor sometimes. So could they go back to Cantor and Robert Williams gets the DNP? Yes. But Robert Williams did play well when he's out there. So that gives me a little bit more confidence that they go back to him in this game. But there's still no guarantee, right? There is a decent chance that Robert Williams does not play. So have that in your mind. Like, know the risk if you play him. But if he is in the rotation and he does get 10 to 15 minutes, I think that he, that he could make for a pretty good value play here at 2-6. So I do have interest in, in Robert Williams. Cantor's the last guy I'll mention, 2-4. Uh, uh, he's been in and out of the rotation. They'll play one or the other. So guess right in the center uh, value, and, and you're probably in good shape. It could be Cantor, right? He's played twice so far in the series. It could be Rob Williams who's played twice so far in the series. It's probably not going to be both. So uh, my best guess is it's going to be Rob Williams. He's going to be way more popular since he played last game. But you just never know. Um, yeah, none has been in the rotation. No, no uh, Derek Jones Jr. Um, Solomon Hill did play a couple minutes, but uh, not enough for me to, to take a shot there at 1K. So that's really it for the break player by player breakdown. Again, who am I considering for captains? Wolves those main guys. Tatum, Hero, Bam and Abaya. Those are the safe options in my opinion. Um you don't have to play one of those guys in the captain. You can get different, but I think including those three guys, like that's that those are going to be the most popular plays. They're not contrarian plays, but I'm I'm fine eating the chalk there. I'm fine playing those three and getting different elsewhere. So whether that be play one of these guys in the mid-range in the captain or play a cheaper guy in the captain, right? Maybe I go Duncan Robinson and hope he has a decent shooting day, right? I think that's a viable build. Or, again, I jam one of those three uh, guys in the captain spot. Or you go super contrary and go Robert Williams, someone like a Robert Williams in the captain spot, hope he gets his 10 to 15 minutes, uh, and then you can fit in, like, two more stars. So that's, that's my approach for this slate. Again, Tatum, Bam, Hero are going to be popular. I'm fine eating the chalk on all three of those guys. If you want to get different, if you want to play Jimmy over Bam, again, that's fine. If you want to play Brown over Tatum and get maybe a couple more plays in the mid-range, that's fine. But the way that I'm going, I think I am going to eat the chalk on those three guys uh, and then go for there. So um, I think that's going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. If you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. I'm going to have a final look for my NFL a Week 3 uh, video slate uh, probably up tomorrow, actually, or Saturday morning. I'll let you guys know when I will get that up. It's not going to be up tonight. Uh, thanks, then, guys. Hope you guys have a good rest of your night, and I will see you all later.